Welcome to Healthy Living. I'm Lori Johnson. Thanks for joining us. Our topic today is how to save money on your grocery bill. And my guest is Tiffany Terzak, who runs the wildly popular Grocery Budget Boot Camp for people who want to save big bucks at the grocery store. Tiffany, great to see you. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. Happy to be here. And also, we should mention that you are the author of a very popular blog called Don't Waste the Crumbs. And so you have lots of advice about how to save lots and lots of money on groceries. Can you give us some examples of how much money people can save? Yes. So the vast majority of my students save on average $300 before the course is over. And depending on your level of experience, I've had some students save upwards of $1,000 to $1,300 off of their grocery budget. And now this is all coming, it all started from personal experience when Mm -hmm. you yourself had a real life situation and uh, you needed to really tighten the belt and save money yourself and you came up with all these great ideas. Talk about your own personal experience uh, with saving money at the grocery store. Sure. My husband and I were in six figures worth of debt when we first got married. And fast forward, you know, we tried the whole coupon thing. We added babies to the mix and we were just really, really struggling with um, making it all work. But like the numbers weren't adding up. And we realized that the one spot in our household budget that we could actually save money was the grocery budget. And so we capped our spending. And as I mentioned, we did the cold coupon thing. But then we started leaning more towards healthy eating and not so much of the processed food eating and from boxes and such. And that threw a real wrench into the mix. And so rather than spending my time using coupons and trying things that were really only working for uh, for processed food, I just spent a lot of time in the grocery store. I tried to figure out where the grocery stores, like their marketing tactics, what did they do to make us as a consumer spend more money? And then I reverse engineered that And as you mentioned, came up with some really proven techniques and then not just the techniques themselves, but if you kind of rearrange them a little bit, it turns into a system that you can follow from point A to point B. And then you essentially rinse and repeat every single week. And thanks to that system, we were able to pay off our debt. We built up an emergency fund. And then several years later, we bought our first home and paid cash. And then just uh, not too long ago, we sold that home and reinvested what we had made, plus a little bit extra from our savings, and we bought a farm. So, you know, we're we're proof positive that saving money on groceries can happen, even with rising food costs and inflation. And um, it's not just, you know, $5 here, $5, $5 there. It's significant savings. And you are a woman of very strong Christian faith. You know, you help so many people save money. Do you consider that a ministry? I do. I firmly believe, and scripture says that uh, every Christian at conversion is given a set of gifts. And I believe, and it's going to sound funny, but I think one of my gifts is efficiency and being able to um, take what you have and turn it into something. And I have a love for food. And so I took that gift and I applied it to the food realm and started the blog, Don't Waste the Crumbs. And we're publishing multiple times a week free recipes and 
meal plans. And then a lot of the experience that I learned inside the grocery store, we're putting that, um, that up on the blog as well in terms of shopping tips and shopping hacks. And it's really my desire to help families make real food affordable. And I know that families come from all different sorts of backgrounds. And so my goal is just, even if I'm able to help just a little bit to give them some hope that, because um, it's not an easy road, there's re there's effort required in order to make it happen. But if I can make it easier on them, then, I mean, that's my mission right there. Right. And, you know, effort is not that big of a deal. I mean, we think about, you know, you can save money uh, if you clean your home rather than paying somebody to do it or, you know, uh, fix things at home or do you work on your car yourself rather than pay somebody to do it. So it's 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 definitely a little bit more time invested and, you know, a little bit of work and knowledge. But that's a great way to save it. That's we do that across the board in other areas of our lives, too. Uh, but Really, it seems like once you kind of get these basic things down, when you learn the techniques, then it's sort of rote mm -hmm. after that point. You don't really don't have to think about it that much, right? Absolutely. A large portion of it becomes autopilot. There's a couple of things that we've built into the system, kind of like a safety check, so to speak, where every few months you, you check in on yourself just to make sure that you haven't fallen back on some of those old habits. But then also you can revisit it and tweak it if you need to, because you know, eating real food on a budget isn't like there's not a finish line to this goal. It's something we do for the rest of our lives because our lives are constantly changing. You know, we add babies, we lose loved ones, we move, we relocate, different jobs, our schedules change. And so that all impacts how we shop and how we eat and how we plan. Like even with the regular school year, if anybody has kids, you know that when you're in the when you're in the throes of sports season, that's a very different schedule than two weeks before school starts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so a lot of the principles uh, you just, like you said, it goes on autopilot, rinse and repeat. But I do recommend checking in on yourself every now and then and revisiting to make sure that you are doing the best you can in all those different seasons of life. So there are literally hundreds of different tips that you offer all the time. And um, so we don't have time to go through them, but let's talk about the <laughs> big ones. Like the, the yeah. if you had, you know, if you were, if you met somebody on a plane and they were like, um, how could I save money on my grocery budget? What was, what would be the first thing you tell them? Um, it's so funny because I had someone ask me that exact same question and I told them to eat the food you have. My husband and I did an experiment a few years ago. Um, I opened a cabinet and I was like, oh my gosh, we have nothing to eat. And then you know as well as I know that's not true. We had plenty of things to eat. And he challenged me, do you think we can go a week without going to the grocery store? And I said, okay, sure. A little bit of trepidation, right? A little, little tiny step of faith there. Well, we ended up going 33 days without going to the grocery store. And so my very first tip is to Eat the food you already have because we have a lot more food than we think we do. In the pantry, in yes. the freezer, yes. in the <laughs> garage. So you're yes. saying just eat the, eat the food that you already have in your house. That's probably going to last you for a long time. Okay, yes. one caveat. I just, I just have to ask the question because sometimes I get nervous that I don't have enough food in the house. Like what if there's a hurricane or mm -hmm. what if I have to, you know, I always, uh, I mean, so you're saying that really not to have a lot of food standing by, but what if there's some sort of a disaster and you can't get to the store? Right. So 
over the years, I think this kind of should be built into where you live. If you live in like Florida and you're prone to hurricanes, then you should absolutely have a stash of food, uh, water, medical supplies that will get you through shutdowns, earthquakes, tornadoes, all the natural disasters. And as we've experienced not too long ago, not being able to go to the grocery store. But I also think there should be some realistic expectations there. Um, if you live in a hurricane zone, more often than not, you know, you want to ask yourself, how long am I really, truly going to be without power? Um, am I going to be without refrigeration? So how can I plan for those days? And if that's a one week for you, if that's a comfortable zone, then then by all means do that. But it also means after one week, we don't necessarily need to have three, four, five months worth of things on hand. And I, and I say that very broadly because there are some families who do. And if you can rotate through that, in order to not waste food, because that's a huge deal too, then yeah. by all means. But but for the average American family, it's really hard to keep up with that type of quantity of food. So I definitely think you should be prepared, but I also think we should be realistic on how much food we generally have on hand. Right, right. I'm thinking of how much food I have in my house right now. I need, I need to eat that <laughs> before going to the grocery store. All right, this is great information. We're going to take a break and be right back with Tiffany Terzak. She runs Grocery Budget Boot Camp, and she's going to give us lots of tips on how to save money on our grocery bill when we come back. Life is better with a good night's sleep. Get your free DVD or booklet of Protect Your Sleep as the world watches from the outside. It's a big diplomatic tug of war here in the Middle East. Go inside the story with Jerusalem Dateline. Israeli archaeologists are talking about a discovery that could change the thinking about the Temple Mount. Join CBN Jerusalem Bureau Chief Chris Mitchell and get the biblical perspective on the events shaping the world. What starts in Israel then ends up going to other places. Watch Jerusalem Dateline Friday night at 8.30 on the CBN News Channel. Life, it's meant to be lived fully. Jesus said it, I came to give you life. Life to the fullest. Life in your family. Life in your finances. Life in your body, mind, and spirit. Life in your every day. At CBN.com, we're taking what Jesus said seriously. We're here to help you discover life. Life. Live it fully. CBN.com. Stay connected with CBN News all day across our platforms. Welcome back. We're talking with Tiffany Terzak, author of the popular blog, 
Don't waste the crumbs about ways to save money on the grocery budget. So you said eat the food you have. Uh, what would be sort of like your, your number two tip? My number two tip is to meal plan. And I think when people hear that, there's a lot of mumbling and groaning because meal planning seems to be this elusive skill. Um, and I'm going to break it down really simple. It's, it's literally think of what you're going to eat based on what you already have and write it down on paper. And that is meal planning. It does not have to be any more complicated than that. You don't even have to make meal plans for a full week if you don't want to. But just knowing that what you're going to have tonight for dinner, maybe tomorrow for breakfast, and that you already have those ingredients on hand is such a huge stress relief. It really frees up some brain space for you. But it also means that you don't have to go to the grocery store. So therefore, you're not spending money out of pocket. But then it also goes back to tip number one, you're eating the food you have, which would by default mean you're avoiding food waste, which is another fantastic way to save money. Eat what you have, plan your meals. What's number three? Mm -hmm. Number three is to shop strategically. And I go in depth in this in my course, Grocery Budget Bootcamp. But really, truly, you want to be the very best shopper you possibly can you don't like what we don't want to do is walk into the store and haphazardly throw things into our cart you gotta we have to remember that the grocery store wants us to spend money so if we're looking to save money we have to be proactive in how we approach our shopping trips we're talking about making a shopping list and double checking triple checking that shopping list when we get into the store we are sticking to that list we're possibly even making substitutions on the fly. For example, if you find, um, if you needed lettuce, but it turns out the lettuce is not on sale like you thought it would be, learning how to substitute for that lettuce instead, maybe a different ingredient or possibly even a different meal than you had originally planned. So you really want to be a smart shopper. So talk about sales at the grocery store. Uh, for example, sure. I buy these certain types of protein bars and they're really mm -hmm. expensive, but every once in a while they go on sale and they're non-perishable so I can get mm -hmm. as many as I want. So I try to wait until they go on sale and then buy enough to hold me over until the next time they go on sale. But I, I can't figure out when they go on sale. Right. Like how so, often do stores put stuff on sale? Yeah, so historically... Uh, the, it's called a sales cycle. The sales cycle has been anywhere from six to eight weeks. Now, post 2020, the sales cycle has been a little bit longer for various reasons that we've all, all experienced. So it's anywhere from 10 to 12 weeks. So depending on the item, and this is where um, it gets, it's really different because uh, things like almond milk, I'll see on sale pretty frequently, but like your protein bars, Depending on the supply chain, depending on transportation, you may not see that on sale for another 10 to 12 weeks. So I would really pay attention to those sales and see if you can notice a trend. And that's going to be the biggest giveaway. And so when you see something that you will be eating and it's on yes. sale, buy it up, right? And even yes. and you can even do that for perishable things like, like meat, right? Absolutely. I'm a huge proponent of buying meat when it's at, I call it the rock bottom price, which is essentially the price that you've never seen it this low before. Well, you have because we're tracking prices, but there's a, there's a bottom price point and we buy enough so that when it's on sale again in the next six, eight, 12 weeks, um, we don't have to buy it again. We have enough to get us through.
So do you recommend people look at the circulars on Wednesday or whenever? I mean, to, to find out what's on sale where? It's so are, are sales really important? They are important. Um, I think we uh, some when we approach sales, we're kind of expecting a pre-2020 sale cycle. Um, and honestly, the grocery arena has changed significantly in the past few years. And so sales are still very, very important. A lot of people are writing them off thinking because of inflation, because of who knows what issue, they're not important anymore. But the fact is that they're more important now than ever because it's because food prices are going up and it is harder to squeeze more into um, into your grocery cart with the same amount of money, but paying attention to those sales is absolutely crucial. So what else besides uh, the strategic shopping, what would what would you talk about uh, as far as saving money on your grocery bill? Yeah, so okay, number one, we talked about eating what you have, meal planning, strategic shopping. My next tip would be to keep your kitchen organized, which isn't something that a lot of people think of. But every time I share this tip with my students, I share a funny example. And it's kind of like who gets bragging rights this week on the most jars of something. And what I mean by that is, is we'll go to the grocery store and say, oh, I need a bottle of hot sauce. And so we pick up that bottle of hot sauce and we put it in the pantry. And then we realize we already had five ah. bottles of hot sauce in the pantry. And so if you can keep your kitchen organized, and I like to use this the phrase, everything has a home. It has one home. <laughs> There's a spot for your hot sauce, right? And if we can keep our kitchen organized, then we reduce the chance effect of buying something that we simply don't need. And then that backs up again into eating what we have and preventing food waste at the same time. Yes, I have experienced that too. I do that, especially with <laughs> spices. It's like I'll buy a yes. really expensive spice and come home and say, oh no, I already have it. So I yes. just broke down and, uh, and I uh, alphabetized all my spices. So if I was in your class, would I get points for that? All the bragging rights, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're going to take another break and be right back with Tiffany Terzak. She has the popular blog, Don't Waste the Crumbs. Stay with us. On October 1st, 1961, history was made when a tiny station began transmitting the first signals of the Christian Broadcasting Network. CBN, the Christian Broadcasting Network. And now, a new era has begun with the all-new CBN News Channel. Just moments ago, the Iron Dome intercepted an incoming rocket right on the Gaza border. Administering in this area, spiritual warfare is definitely involved. A 24-7 news network, bringing you the news you want from a source you can trust. In Kenya, 40% of the medical services are actually provided by these Christian hospitals. Let's talk about the economy. Believers here are joining together to win people to Jesus Christ. All your favorite shows now in one place, all day, every day. The CBN News Channel. Download the app or visit CBNNewsChannel.com. CBN News. Life is better with a good night's sleep. Get your free DVD or booklet of Protect Your Sleep today. 
life. It's meant to be lived fully. Jesus said it, I came to give you life, life to the fullest. Life in your family, life in your finances, life in your body, mind, and spirit, life in your everyday. At CBN.com, we're taking what Jesus said seriously. We're here to help you discover life. Life, live it fully. CBN.com. And we're talking with Tiffany Terzak about uh, Grocery Budget Boot Camp, which she runs. And boy, you've been giving us some great tips, but I know that this just barely scratches the surface. Oh, Talk about the importance of buying non-grocery things like aluminum foil somewhere other than the grocery store. Yeah, so this concept of convenience where the grocery store has non-food items and even the like a Walmart where has a warehouse store is also now including food is really a new phenomenon in the grocery world. And it's all based on convenience. The grocery stores want you to spend more money there. And it's just convenient to buy your paper plates and aluminum foil and, and storage bags there. But I highly recommend shopping around. There's nine times out of 10, you're going to find a better deal on typical household items related to the kitchen, but that are not food somewhere else other than the grocery store. And so speaking of grocery stores, is there one store in particular that's just like so much cheaper? I'm thinking, is it is it worth it to have a Costco membership or should you shop at Walmart? Is Walmart a lot cheaper than Kroger? Uh, we know Whole Foods is probably the most expensive, right? <laughs> right. Well, I can tell you, Lori, that I created my system when we lived in California and we spent um, eight years there. We then moved to Atlanta, Georgia, spent seven years there. And as you mentioned, we're now in South Carolina and we haven't been here for nearly that long. But what I have learned, and we've also traveled all over the US, is that the best deal is completely dependent on where you live. When I was in Atlanta, hands down, my most affordable store was Walmart. So when I moved here to South Carolina, that's what I did. I went to Walmart, but I quickly learned that Walmart is not <laughs> the best deal here. In fact, it's one of the most expensive options here. And in California, the most affordable store were uh, smaller discount grocery stores that are very specific just to the West Coast. Some of the stores that honestly have better prices, their produce mm -hmm. is awful. So I don't go there. Do yes. you recommend going to like buying certain things at certain stores and certain things at other stores? If if that's what it, if that's what your experience is in your area, then absolutely. I can attest that there's a store in my area that has awful produce, um, and so I just don't buy produce items there. I'm I'm happy to buy some pantry staples from there and some things that I know that they have the best deal on. But I'm very strategic so that I don't have to go to that store every week. I wait until I have enough items in my that particular store shopping list, so to say, um, and then when I have enough. I'll go to that store and make a visit and then purchase enough so that I don't have to go again for another month or two. But if your stores are relatively close by, then absolutely go to multiple stores to get the best deal you can. And uh, we really didn't talk about fast food or, or buying food that's already been prepared, but isn't mm -hmm. that one of the main sort of foundations of what you teach is to cook at home? Yes, absolutely. There's a whole lesson in my course dedicated to cooking from scratch. 
Um, not in the sense of I'm going to teach you how to do it because you can Google all kinds of recipes, but my goal is to help you cook from scratch when it counts. So we actually take recipes, break them down to how much does it cost to make this recipe at home, both, both in monetary value, but also time and energy, because there will be instances where it's cheaper to buy something than it is to make it. But there's also plenty instances where it's cheaper to make it instead of buy it. And so it really just depends on your food preferences and your dietary needs, as well as what's available to you at your grocery stores. Yeah. All right. We're going to take one final break and be right back with Tiffany Terzak talking about how to save money on your grocery bill. Stay tuned. Life is better with a good night's sleep. Get your free DVD or booklet of Protect Your Sleep today. I'm Ephraim Graham, and this is Studio 5. Cruise with me as I discover the good things happening in the world of music, sports, television, and movies. The fact that Ryan Coogler was going to be directing the film, I knew that something special was going to happen. We'll chat with artists at the forefront of entertainment and explore the connection between popular culture and faith. I asked my pastor, I said, well, does that mean I'm supposed to be a preacher? He says, well, no, you already have a pulpit. Wednesday night at 8.30 on the CBN News Channel. Remember for a moment what it was like to be a child. You believed every story you were told. You saw a world full of endless possibilities. What stories will the world's orphaned and at-risk children believe? We believe the Bible tells the only story truly worth believing. We believe that every child should have the opportunity to dream, the chance to take challenges and turn them into possibilities, the chance to stand on the promises of God, to recognize their place in the greatest story ever told. They have their whole lives ahead of them. Theirs is a world of endless possibilities. They are looking for a story to believe. We will tell them that story. Will you join us? Stay connected with CBN News all day across our platforms. We're talking with Tiffany Terzak about how to save money on your grocery bill. And boy, we just really uh, scratched the surface here. There's so many things. Um, talked to um, our viewers about how people can get learn more about you and Grocery Budget Bootcamp. There are three different levels, right, that people can sign right. up for. But then your blog is free. Absolutely. My blog is free to everybody. There's If your budget is too high and there's no wiggle room and funds, please go to the blog. Don't waste the crumbs.com. Years and years and years of recipes, meal plans, and grocery tips to help anybody at every level. And uh, what are some of your, your favorite recipes that you like people to do? I know you have dozens of them, hundreds of them, really. 
Yes. My favorite ones is I really love the no need artisan overnight bread. It's you, you don't even need it. <laughs> you kind of halfway stir it in a bowl and you've got a beautiful loaf of bread the next day. I also really like my slow cooker carnitas recipe. It's absolutely delicious. The house smells amazing. And then my homemade mayonnaise, which sounds very elusive, but it's ready in two minutes. Tastes so much better than anything you could buy at the store. And it's like a dollar to make versus many dollars at the grocery store. Right, mayonnaise can be very expensive. Well, you are an inspiration, Tiffany. Thank you so much. And it is a ministry. I agree with you. It's just blessing so many people. You have so many satisfied customers on your website who talked about all the hundreds of dollars that they've saved. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much for being here and for giving us some of the, these really valuable tips. We really appreciate your time and your expertise. Well, thank you for having me. And thanks to you for tuning into this edition of Healthy Living. I'm Lori Johnson, and we'll see you again next week.